Welcome to the eGovernance Academy podcast to discover the future of governance. eGovernance Academy has assisted digital transformation globally in more than 130 countries. Our experts will share their insights and worldwide examples on how digital technology could benefit every society. Tune in for the Digital Government Podcast every Wednesday. Welcome to the Digital Government Podcast. I am Federico Plantera, journalist, sociologist, and researcher. And with me today, I have Ep Maten, again, Program Director of Cybersecurity here at the Governance Academy. Welcome back. Thanks a lot. It's nice to be here. And today we'll be focusing around a key word that we've heard many, many, many times in these months of the pandemic, which is testing, testing, testing. It's just that today we're not talking about COVID testing, but we're talking about cybersecurity testing. So, Ep, let's start from the from the very beginning, which is cybersecurity testing. Do we need it? And if yes, why? Yes, today's topic is really testing and there are different kinds of tests, but today we are focusing more, yes, to this uh, security testing that um, if we have made some kind of system or developed an IT system or a website, what we can do to make it uh, secure is to test it. And in order to do it, We need to know how to do it properly. We need to know what is the procedure not to harm this website or the IT system. We need to know who are the best people who can do it because it needs, you need a lot of knowledge to test the right things and uh, to test it properly. And uh, on the background of this today's topic is that we have currently a project going on in Ukraine And during one year, we also tried to develop the guidelines for the public officials to tell them or uh, uh, conduct them to make these kind of tests properly, to train them. And we also have done already real penetration tests. I will talk later what these are to some most important applications what Ukrainians use, like the state portal in mobile uh, phone or the construction portal in on the website. So these kind of systems can be tested and should be tested. So that's what we are here to talk about. And when we talk about cybersecurity testing, of course, we're addressing different levels, uh, layers and degrees, let's say, of threats that can be carried, uh, carried out against information systems. So uh, what I'm wondering is, uh, Can we, in a way, differentiate, let's say, these different layers of risks, like from uh, the most common, let's say, or like the most exposed to the to those that are in any case already quite protected, but are protecting very, very valuable assets? Yes, of course, there are many layers that can be tested, but uh, let's take an example. Let's say the most simplest thing, maybe what we everybody know is a shop in internet like uh, this is actually a website and uh, the shopkeeper they are not interested that somebody would steal the money or make some uh, malicious code added to the website so these are typical target group for let's say for this penetration testing and what i mean is that penetration testing means that you hire someone who would attack the same website let's say like an attacker 
And uh, through this activity, they will find out where are, where are the vulnerabilities, where are the biggest risks, and they, and not like the real attacker, the pen testers write a report and give the feedback to the owner. And this helps to assess uh, what to do, what are these major risks, and uh, can we improve it? So this pen testing or penetration testing is one way to test like uh, from the outside a website. And uh, so, and why we do it is also that these websites or other IT systems, they are constantly under attack. Maybe we even don't know as owners that they are in attacks, but there are hundreds, maybe thousands of people just as we, it's called, is scanning the web that they, they, they are looking for vulnerabilities, they are looking for weaknesses of these systems. And actually the same thing applies also this uh, penetration testing, that when you start to test, first you also use the same tools what the attackers would use, that you come from outside and you try to get in, but this time you are like uh, in contract and you are a good guy. Not the attacker. But so, when we, if we want to give our listeners some examples, just you know, in practice, what we're talking about when we mention these risks, like what are some of the most common ones, let's say, that could mm -hmm. come up to mind to understand? Ah, we're talking about this, this type of problem, this type of threat. Yes, maybe just a simple uh, example from uh, from uh, recent uh, years is that there was. British Airways having a website where people get, uh, could uh, make the purchases. And there were like 300, uh, more than 300,000 uh, client data was stolen through this website because this website wasn't secure enough and uh, it wasn't patched. You know, patching is that you renew the software mm -hmm. regularly that uh, to be more secure. So, and if these kind of routines are not maintained, uh, it means also the data was stolen. It's somewhere in black market. Somebody is selling the credit card numbers. This is one example of what can happen if the website is, is not properly tested or it's not developed properly and securely. Let's shift the example now on government. So when we're talking about public institutions, what are the assets that are at risk and that need to be protected by a good... Uh, cybersecurity shield, let's say. Yes, uh, here we could think like, what are these things what the attackers want? They usually want uh, to get access to the data, maybe just to go deeper inside the governmental institutions, or they are looking for uh, personal data, as I told this example of uh, payment data or card uh, numbers. This kind of information can be obtained also through the governmental portals if there are some kind of payment systems uh, behind that. But also personal data, the names, the addresses, this is something what can be used on, uh, on uh, illegal markets that you can make money of them. The more you gather different um, passwords and usernames, this is uh, asset for the uh, criminals also. And this applies really the same way to the government authorities. That, um, And of course, let's say nobody wants to lose the money when it comes to internet banking, but also when it comes to government, you don't want that your pension number is changed 
or you don't want and some allowance is taken away just because somebody hacked into the system and changed the data inside the system. What are in this slide the mm, the dark corners, let's say, of cybersecurity testing? What do I mean about this is when you carry out a penetration test, for example, with a public institution, do you cover like all areas of risk or is there always like something that cannot really be known and then tested? Well, it depends really. Uh, this testing is quite... Uh... It's demanding a lot of resources. You need good people, knowledgeable people, but you also need uh, to find an uh, appropriate time. Let's say you, it's not good to make this real testing during the working day because you can really destroy the system maybe. So it's the night time, etc. There are a lot of details to consider when ordering the testing. And also when ordering you can make a kind of risk assessment in every public institution that what do you feel? Well, what, what, your, what is your risk assessment? What kind of systems should be tested? You can test, let's say, Wi-Fi connection. You can test uh, database networks. Uh, you can test web application, as I said already. So it's the matter of the scope uh, to define. Uh, but uh, I would say, yes, uh, what what uh, governmental institutions should think, uh, they should first think about the risks and uh, really, so based on that knowledge, they can also define the assets, what should be tested. What have we been doing as the Governance Academy in Ukraine? What's happening there in terms of uh, cybersecurity testing? So uh, we have a good cooperation with Ukraine for many years. And uh, actually this project also grew out uh, from the earlier um, projects in that sense that we have been building there this uh, digital society, digital governmental services. And uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, also recently this year in September, this uh, mobile state portal was uh, launched in Ukraine. Via, and right? Via, yes. yes. And exactly our project was targeting the same mobile um, uh, state portal that uh, it's not only launching a thing, this is a nice thing to have, but uh, it also has to be secure. And this uh, testing of it uh, and uh, scanning the vulnerabilities, most common ones, this was the thing we, we did uh, last, last September and October also. And, uh, and the other part is also to introduce this new culture, I would say, that, uh, as we know, security is a process. It's not a one-time project. There should be uh, procedures in every organization to be maintained. And, um, and if the governmental organizations are ready and know that this kind of testing is a good thing to have, they also should know how to do it, how to prepare for it. So you cannot order testing without knowing yourself as I said, that what are the main risks, what are the main assets. So there has to be some preconditions that governmental institutions know how to make the inventory, how to choose the objects for testing. And also they have to know how to order this kind of thing, that maybe you they are not able to test everything, like every operation system, so that how to put the scope. And, uh, and uh, so then these results are most useful. So we, we will train them and guide them also. 
towards it. Ep, on this topic, considering that for your governance academy, you're also taking care of the National Cybersecurity Index, and we're talking a lot about a culture of uh, understanding, detecting, and analyzing risks in the first place, and then uh, elaborating an answer to them, like a response to them. Uh, have you noticed, like considering the database of the National Cybersecurity Index, which is this attempt that we have, of, uh, so far successful actually, of <laughs> mapping uh, the cybersecurity readiness uh, of, uh, of countries worldwide, have you seen in the recent years uh, any increase in uh, awareness or sensitivity or readiness towards cybersecurity topics? Sure, I, I do see it uh, all the time growing. And um, also, let's say here in e-governance academy, we, we do see that uh, this awareness that uh, not only having ICE systems, but having sec secure systems is really crucial. So this, uh, everybody understands that if your system is not available, you, you cannot work anymore. So availability is one sub uh, part of security. And uh, or if your data is changed in your database, you, you cannot work. So this integrity of data is another component we have to ensure. And these are simple things that people understand, whether in private sector or government, in government. So this awareness is really growing. And uh, also on the background is that there are, every day we also read about attacks like this, let's say, ransomware attacks that... Uh, you may lose access to your enterprise's data or governmental data because somebody blocked the system and is demanding the ransom in, in bitcoins or whatever currency. And uh, this is something what really happens in, in real cases, even here in Estonia. And I would bring an example also uh, when talking about this COVID uh, mm -hmm. <coughs> uh, time, that uh, there was an attack against Estonian database having all the data who people who were invited to be tested. Mm -hmm. And this kind of database leaked. To be tested or to be vaccinated? To be tested. Ah, to be tested. Yeah, okay. so our governmental office was gathering the data about the people who were in close contact with the uh, ah, yeah, yeah. The people. Yes. Yeah. The contact tracing uh, system, let's say. Exactly. Yeah. And it was because this kind of system or database was created in a hurry. And uh, so they didn't think much about security and they used some kind of platform in web that was actually having vulnerabilities, very well-known vulnerabilities. And half a year later, somebody just scanned it and, uh, and uh, so found the data available. So mm -hmm. this is something, when you read it, you understand it, it can be do, done better. And uh, it's not, uh, it's our data yeah. there and somewhere. That, and that no one is always perfect on that. But indeed, it's a practice. It's something that even if, if you think, let's say, that you have a sufficient level of uh, readiness and protection towards, like, uh, I don't know, in general, let's say, there might be certain corners, indeed, mm -hmm. certain dark corners. That you that you don't maybe know that they are insured or protected sufficiently when it comes to cyber attacks. Yeah, exactly. That they just uh, took a good uh, solution. Let's say they wanted to share the data over the net, but uh, they didn't think too much on the security side. And then 
things happen, incidents happen. And then it was fixed, I hope. Yes. I hopefully now it is. They, <laughs> they promised. <laughs> okay. So to conclude uh, today's podcast, we uh, I started with saying like testing, testing, testing. So for example, when it comes to the to countering the effects of the, and the spread of the pandemic, then we know why testing is is good and useful. Uh, when it comes to cybersecurity testing, then we see that the the actors, let's say, that need to be protected from a range of risks are uh, equally the owners of the systems and the users of the system. So uh, why, in the end, what is the value and the benefits? Let's say, what are the benefits that come from cybersecurity testing and why that should always be a point to keep there as a priority? So let's say if we are like a governmental institutions, our users are maybe inside the house, so the employees of that government office. And why do they need these IT systems working and data available? That's because they need to work with them today. They are not working anymore on the papers. So what we do every day, we many of us just open the computer and start to work with some kind of IT systems. And if these tests, uh, if these systems are attacked or are not available, we cannot work. Mm -hmm. So that's why we need these um, secure systems that they are available, that they are working. And uh, and uh, as I said, this security cannot be done like one time that we test it once and then it's okay. As we know, everything is changing, the environment is changing, or these IT systems are developed further. So also this every organization should have some kind of procedure also for the cybersecurity, that who is taking care of what and, and what are the main procedures to follow. And this uh, testing, penetration testing, for example, can be one measure also to protect regularly. You can do it like in every two years or yeah, depending on, on the risks, but this is something what you should think about because it's one way to guarantee that the systems you need for your work, for your business, uh, or being a citizen to get your governmental services, that they are available and that they are secure that you get the right data and you get the right service. Perfect. Ep, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thank you. And uh, to all our listeners, thanks to you too. And tune in to the next episode of the Digital Government Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by eGovernance Academy. Tune in on next Wednesday.